Aloha mai kākou. O Emily Kia, a mahalo nui loya oi no kau ho'olohe ana i Kia podcast o Hawaiian at home. Hi, I'm Emily. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is a podcast about what it's been like the past three and a half years learning Hawaiian at home, uh, teaching it to our kids, starting from nothing, and just building every day and all of the frustrations and arguments and successes and uh, our hopes and dreams all rolled into into one podcast. So this is really just kind of like a, a documentation and sharing of our journey. We hope that something that we share might help you along your way. Uh, when we started, we didn't really have anyone to talk to in general, like about learning Hawaiian or even in Hawaiian. So uh, we really hope that this can be a resource to you to encourage you to keep you going to help you look into certain avenues that you may certain resources you haven't looked into before and and much more and we'd love to you know get to know you better you can reach out to us on our instagrams ka'ulumaika hawaiian at home and ka'alala so lots of options can't wait to get to know you and enjoy the podcast episode for you of Hawaiian at Home. Thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to try something a little bit different and new. Uh, we've talked a lot about learning Hawaiian at Home and resources and now we want to try, we want to jump into some technical learning and help you learn a new sentence pattern today. Might be an old one for some of you, good practice either way, um, but we're going to go over how you say in Hawaiian, this is a pencil that uh, that is that is a shoe this is a house so those types of sentences where is what we're going to go over right now and this is a super common one you'll find you say it a lot and once you learn this pattern you can put it to use right away today even so Mala, can you go over the pattern yeah. sentence structure <clears throat> pattern it's pretty simple every time you'll use this sentence you'll start with he and you spell that h-e he You'll pick a word. Um, I'm gonna use o. O is the word for a fork. So he, o, keia. This is a fork. That's what that means. He, o, keia. So when you want to now build on top of that or add to your, or give some more variety to it, to the same set structure, then you just pick a different word. Uh, I don't know, papale means hat papale so you again start with he papale hat keia so he essentially gives you that a or n in english mm-hmm. uh and then papale the hat comes after and keia means this it could also mean this is it adds that on to or, or uh, when you start to pluralize things it can be uh these are What's another one? He, he kanaka keia. He kanaka keia. That could be this is a person. He kanaka keia. Uh, person, probably a man. 
Yes. Or he wahine kia This is a woman. Okay. He pola kia This is a bowl. Mm-hmm. He pola kia He pa kia This is a plate. He pa kia Mm-hmm. So that... Hmm? Oh, I'm just thinking of... You could... You just walk around your house for 10 minutes and pick up... Every, touch everything and, and say, mm-hmm. hey, whatever it is. Okay, yeah. Yep. Great vocabulary exercise, too, because mm-hmm. you will probably have to look up some of the things mm-hmm. that you find around your house mm-hmm. to play with your kids. So I think... I don't know if that's enough examples for people. I think that's pretty easy to grasp, though. You just make sure you first utter, hey, you pick a word... Hopefully you're starting. You would go and pick words that you don't know. Put it in the middle. He blank kia. Mhm. Right. He, what? I'm trying to think. He manao. You can use it for a thought, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, this is an idea. He manao kia. Mm-hmm. This is an idea. He haavina kia. This is a lesson. Haavina for lesson or assignment. Mhm. Okay. Now, what if you're talking about? That. That. Can you explain that to me and how you'd use instead of this mm-hmm. is a phone, I want to say that is mm-hmm. a phone. Just so people know, the word that in Hawaiian, there's a lot of different usages for it, but we're just going to mention two because they're specific to this sentence structure. So the first one is kela, K E L A. And there's, if you use modern day spelling, then you'll have kako over. The e. e and the a ke la so it's not ke la but ke la i'm stressing it mm-hmm. but you don't have to always like emphasize it that much um and then there's ke na there's the same spelling except for you're switching the l for an n so ke la ke na so why would you have two well in uh hawaiian language perspective or the way that what makes it really unique is that when you're talking to somebody, so the person addressed, like right now I'm sitting next to Emily and she has her computer next to her. If I say, I can ask her, he ha ke na. What is that? Yeah. Or ken na, I guess, but yeah. it's, I'm like holding it, so. So you'd use ke na when an object is near the person that you address. That's essentially kind of the, the rule. Yeah. And I like to remember it at the end for near. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't do that because you should be <laughs> it, leaving. It works for me. You need to leave your English f- for your Hawaiian. Yeah. You know, then you say it enough times and you don't need that anymore. But initially I'm saying, kenna is near the person you're, the object is near the person you're talking to. I'm going to disagree with her on that one. I think you should just leave as much English out of it and just learn the structure and take it for what it is and apply it. But... If it helped her, then maybe. Um, what was I saying? Anyway, so yeah, if I can say, what else is near? Her phone. So I could ask, or maybe not another question, just, because it's near her. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be a good time to, to show you guys how to ask a question, though, too. Like, We'll come back to that finish with a lot and then we'll come back to the question okay so if it's near i see her phone is near her laptop so hey lolo we lolo we look at hey california can not california's phone hey california can not 
a he uea uea kena uea is a chord he uea kena he paya kena that's a wall that she's leaning up against then when you would use kela it's the opposite it's it's they're differentiated by distance so we there's a house in our we can see a house kind of away from us so because we're she's not right next to it i can say hey hale kela Hale being the word for house, he hale ke la. There's also a tree that's not near us, so I could say he he kumu he kumu la au ke na or ke la, sorry, he okay. kumu la au ke la, because mm-hmm. it's not near the person that I'm addressing, or uh, what else? A car, he kaa kaa being a car, he kaa ke la. Okay, I have. So oh, go ahead. there you go. Just to recap. Kea is this Kela that far from the person you're addressing. Kena close that, but close to the person that you're addressing. Okay, I'm gonna bring up some questions that I that I feel like I remember from when we first started learning this sentence pattern. When you say the person you're addressing, I feel like that needs to be maybe further explained, uh, because that i hear i i hear people use or i i've heard people ask these questions of what does that mean the person you're addressing because in english that's not really a the person thing. that you're talking to then so right now the person talking well right now i'm talking so if i'm talking to malu then i kela and keia using those that's it de- doesn't depend on where i am it depends on where malu is because i'm and, talking to malu in conjunction to the object that you're going to mention yeah so, for example, this is this is something to kind of think about because let's say I'm talking to Malu and there's something close to him, but I'm far away from Malu, so it's far from me. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm I'm trying to put together a situation, but well, sometimes well we were just outside with our kids playing, so maybe I'm standing by a ball, but mm-hmm. she's sitting twenty yards away from me. Then in that case, she could use. Let's say I said, "Hey, I have- yeah, because it's close to Malu. I ask him, what is that thing close to you? Mm-hmm. And he would, well, you'd probably say, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't say, you wouldn't use that because it's close to you. But um, when, when you're speak, the person who's speaking, when you're choosing between using that kela or that kena, it's not relative to where you are. It's relative. The object is relative to where the person you're talking to is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you need to rewind and listen to that a few more times. Relative to the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to, to go over that. Uh, why don't you talk about, with pronunciation, were you going to say? No, but there's two or ways. question, asking questions. There's two simple ways that you could easily turn this sentence into a question. So, it gives you, a, a, I guess, one variety to just this one structure that you're learning. So, you can use, hey, aha. So it's so if I said heahakeia, you have he at the beginning, aha in the middle, which is like your what, and then keia at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so same so sen- sen- yeah. sentence structure. Same thing. Just you're switching out the object for aha. Yeah, which is to be what in this case. So when you ask somebody, heaha, heahakeia. Maybe you should respond. So I'll just get. So you go. Hey, yeah. Hey, Sorry, wasn't yeah. sure what he was referring to. He no, it doesn't point. matter. Yeah, <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, heia hakeia. And I'm pointing to the phone. Heia hakeia. So if you can see that in the, the way that the question is set up is the same way that you respond. Heia comes first, what you're talking about in the middle, and keia at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, we can, let's switch it for kenna. So heia hakeia na. And then if I look at the house that's not near her, the house in the distance. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that they get it. Oh, I thought they said um, it wrong or something. No. Or, um, do we do So that's one way that you can phrase the question. You can mm-hmm. say, what is that? What is this? What's that near you? What's that not near you? Mm-hmm. But you can also just take the the structure if you know the word. So if you see a phone near, like for instance, I see the phone near Emily right now, I can just use mm. and put it in a question tone. Mm. So this is another way you can ask a question using this sentence structure mm-hmm. is what you're going over now. This yeah. is way number two. So if you know the word, I know kerapono is the word for it, and I know all the structure, whatever I can say. So your voice goes up, and at the end, it'll drop. And then she would respond. Mm-hmm. Um, In context, you'd probably use it more so, let's say, if your child is digging or hiding behind a, a door and you hear... Uh, candy wrappers then you might go over and say hey hey kanake keba or kenna because it's probably in their hand do that again hey kanake kenna so like giving a context of when you might you maybe know what it is so you're you wouldn't say hey and you could say oh hey akeba hey akena but my my our children are in the other room so i'm thinking of them and they're far away so i'm saying kela um yeah, I was just giving a context for when you might, for an example of when you might insert mm-hmm. your own word in there, mm-hmm. but ask it in a question. And sometimes I use it with them, <clears throat> with Pithi, because she's, she's, she's still young and I want to see what she does know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have recently asked her when she when I, she had an apple in her hand, mm-hmm. and I'll say, mm-hmm. So sometimes the kenna isn't like you can say heha kenna and they can respond with keia. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time that happens. Because usually when you're saying kenna, it's close to them, so sometimes it's even mm-hmm. within. But that's something that I've used distance. recently. But you could say oh heha kenna, yeah. 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 Pretty simple. It's just repetition now. So now that you have the structure, all you have to do is write it writing would help and then also what's probably more helpful is that you actually say it a million times mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't uh, stress over the kenna and the kela because it's really hard to to adapt to that kind of uh, frame of mind when you're d- trying to describe something that's near or not near the person that you're talking to mm-hmm. so yeah, don't let the the possibility of you making a mistake keep you from practicing these things mm-hmm. or from saying it in your house because um, just it's it's what the journey of learning your first language was that you just don't remember mm-hmm. you know you, 
if you're around any kid, they say some funny stuff with whatever their first language is. So just write it down, repeat it, and yeah. whoever repeats it the it. most is going to have it down better mm-hmm. and be more comfortable to say it. Yeah. So write it down, practice it, don't be scared to use it. And I also want to add in that don't get ahead of yourself. So I'm sure, I'm sure because I did this um, and I still do. It's like you learn something new and then you're like, oh, okay, well, how do I say this? And it's something kind of similar, but also very different. Like what if I was like, uh, this is your, I want to say instead of this is an apple, I want to say this is your apple. Okay. Don't get there yet. (laughs) We'll get there eventually. But you have like just focus on this one sentence and you do use this sentence every single day but don't try i mean i guess i would say don't try to overthink too hard and try and make it more complicated and go into other areas because then it it might impede with you just mastering this one so just focus on this one if you can focus on it for the next week then you could for sure have this this one sentence structure down by next week when we do another one yeah okay so oh um we talked briefly about pronunciation I think it's an important thing I'm still learning about it but like early on to catch someone had asked me this question about when you when you speak a sentence and Molly can you explain the what I'm trying to get at is that not saying every single word like it's a separate word but when there's no um that sort of whatever you want to call it but like versus because earlier you're like hey blank kia right mm-hmm. but you would actually say it can you give some yeah um unless there's a an okina right or a glottal stop where you need to take a breath and make a choppy sound and you don't put it in there if you notice if anybody any of you guys have noticed when i say kia i say kia the okina jumps in there and that's because a lot of native speakers say it that way. So it may be spelt without one, but I'm going off of the spoken language. So, but when you say it, put it all together, like it shouldn't go, hey, aha, kea. It should go, hey, aha, kea. Mm-hmm. And then when you respond, I don't know, phone, it's not, hey, kelepona, kea, but it's, hey, kelepona, kea. Because in between the he, California, and keia, there's no yeah. glottal stop. There's no okina there, so you don't need to make a jump. Can you pick one with vowels? Because it's easier to hear when it's not a he, he kanaka keia. There's those consonants that yeah. kind of break it up. What can you say one with a with a vowel in the middle? Yeah. And one with a glottal stop and one without. Is apala? Hey. Apala yeah or akakai is a onion. So you could do. He akakai keia, or he apala keia. Is there an ap- okina without? Yeah. Um, What's one without an okina? He, huh? Without? Yeah. Oh. He omo keia, I guess. Good. Well, because it's easy the okina, because in our head it's easy to break up the words, but what does it sound like when it's? How about this? Allah is the word for a road or a path, and then Allah with an okina is a scent. So you could say, he ala keia, he for a path or a road, but he ala keia, Can you say those two back to back? He ala keia, he ala keia. Okay. 
Okay. And I wanted to bring this up because um, I had someone ask me about this. But when you're listening, so now that we've gone over the sentence structure, practice it, but uh, write it down. But another thing to do is go to Kaleo Hawaii or uh, find a recording of a native speaker and listen. And for sure, they're going to say this somewhere in there. But you might not catch it because you might be trying to listen for, hey, space, something, space, keia. And you might not catch it because they'll say it so fast, heala keia. You might have heard, what's a heala versus knowing heala keia. So when you're listening and when you're practicing, good thing to know when you're putting sentences together that if there is no glottal stop, then there is no glottal stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, I think this is really enough for right now. We had planned on going over how to ho'ole, uh, how to opposite it, how to negate negate it, but maybe we'll do that next time because <laughs> this is a lot and we don't know how this is going to how uh i mean we could put it in there just in case okay this will be your takeaway it's a little bonus because yeah. like bonus. like the uh, what is that if i were to say mm-hmm. right it's all the same structure you're just switching the words at the end with when you negate it it's got the same structure flipped i guess right let me sorry it's going to be the same way every time so uh, if i say so it's not the same structure it's that when it's when it's negative <laughs> that's i'm confused yeah, by what I'll you just, said we'll just do it um <laughs> i get what you're trying to say i just don't know how to say it so it's not confusing I'm trying to think just of one i think pd at some point i had said or she said she grabbed a piece of paper and she said this is a book she's mm-hmm. like oh this is a book and i said that's how you negate it so this is a book, and when you say that is not a book, you go, a ole keia he puke. A ole keia he puke. So basically, what happens is in the positive sentence, or this is something, the keia kela kena is at the end, mm-hmm. and now in this, when we're negating it, it's gonna jump and make its way over right next to, to a ole. Right next to a ole. And Aole comes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give some examples. We'll do Another, more examples. Yeah, okay, we'll do um, uh, I can ask one. you questions. Yes. Aole. Uh, Aole Okay, yeah, you gotta use Kedna though. So that they get their variations. Sure. Aole Kedna 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 so that's not, that's not only just negating it but it's also telling you what it actually is so she's holding a rubber band in her in her hand mm-hmm. and I said go again with the negating and then I'm going to correct her hey and palewaha kind of meaning a mask. Mm-hmm. And then, this is a phone. You should tell him what you're pointing at. So oh, I'm pointing at a laptop. Uh-huh. 
I'm pointing to his hand. I feel like you're going to say that in the response. Um, now I'm pointing to Mo's hand. So Molo said, it's not a foot, it's, it's a, a hand. hand. So, again with the sentence structure, if it's, it is something, it's he, fill in the object, keia, kela, or kena. If you're negating it, it's aole, keia, he, kelepona. So you aole ke ra he hale. That's not a house. Aole ke ra he ka. That's not a car. Aole ke ia he laholio. This is not a rubber band. So basically, in the negating sentence, you're adding in aole and you're moving one of the words. The ke ia ke la ke na. Okay. So that's bonus for those of you who wanted to be <laughs> for challenged. For those of you who have learned it before extra. maybe or you guys caught it yeah. on caught on really quick. Or. So now you have a real game to play with your family. Just go around the house asking questions. Hey aha keia or you can say hey kelepona keia and they can answer if it is which you could say I and then hey kelepona keia or aode aode keia hey kelepona so go play that game as a family today. And um, I think that's good. I think that's plenty. For specific, specifically for people that are just picking it up now. Yeah. We're going to try our best. Let us know, please. This is something new we're trying, so please let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, comment, send us a message or comment under the, the post for this one so we know if this was effective. You know, trying to listen through a podcast and grasp the concept of this. Uh, we want to know how we can make this effective for you guys. And focus on the sentence pattern. We will have a new one for you next week. So, mahalo, mahalo. Yeah. And thank you to all of you for caring about Hawaiian language. You guys are awesome. Let it live in your home and use it and speak it and just love it. And um, mahalo nui. Oh, we hope. Thank mm-hmm. you.